Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, everybody. Are you one of the smart ones that are hodling crypto? Well, if you are, congratulations. You're on the right track in the financial revolution. But did you know there's even a better way than just hodling crypto? Earning interest on it. With CoinChange, you can deposit your crypto and earn over time. Your interest is paid out daily and can be withdrawn anytime. Plus, CoinChange has no market risk, which means your deposit is covered by insurance even in the event of a third-party hack or theft. Not a crypto hodler? No problem. CoinChange is an all-in-one platform, so you can easily get started with cash. Check out coinchange.io today and start earning, not just hodling. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, AOC says why she doesn't hodl any Bitcoin, Biden targets crypto, and OpenSea might go IPO. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Tuesday, December 7, 2021. 80 years ago today, the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor, forcing us to get into World War II. I went to the University of Hawaii at Manoa, which is on Oahu, where Pearl Harbor is. So I've been to Pearl Harbor many, many times. And it's a very sobering experience that is very vivid in my memory. Uh, one thing is also very vivid in my memory is when you are in Hawaii, you know that if you are Malka side, which means toward the mountains, Malka side, uh, and you go up into the mountains, you can see the coast crystal clear. I remember being up in the mountains in Hawaii toward uh, Pearl Harbor and looking down crystal clear at Pearl Harbor in the mornings or at night. And I just kind of think about every time I see Pearl Harbor, I think about the people that were there at the time living in their homes seeing Pearl Harbor crystal clear at what was happening, the attack that was happening by the Japanese and being helpless to do anything about it. That's another thing that's really stuck in my memory is just that visualization that somebody could be watching this unfold right in front of their eyes and uh, just being helpless. Anyway, that's what's on my mind today and also the people who lost their lives during that attack. Let's get into those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at 9.45 Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin is sitting at $51,400, up around 6.5% in 24. Ethereum is at $4,392, up 8.8%. Binance Coin, 587, up 5.5%. Teller's number four. And Solana is number five at $200, even up 11%. Running off the top 10, we have Cardano, USDC, XRP, Polkadot, and Luna. Total market cap. 2.39 trillion a BTC dominance of 40.5 and an F dominance of 21.7. And now it's time for coin of the day. Our coin of the day today is NFTB, ranked number 765 on coin market cap. It is trading at 26.3 cents. It's up 12.1% in 24 hours. Market cap is 27.7 million. Fully diluted market cap is 261.1 million. So that means there is 11% in circulation. The all-time high of NFTB, which is also the ticker, is 
13 days ago at 63.1 cents. It's down 58% since then. Its all-time low was five months ago at 1.2 cents. It's up 2,000% since then. Where can you buy it? KuCoin, Gate.io, and PancakeSwap. So what does NFTB do? Well, NFTB looks as though it is an exchange for NFTs. Does that make sense? Because it's called NFTB. So NFTB, what's the B in that? Binance. Everything is BNB denominated here, and it looks as though it's the Binance Smart Chain of the Soul C or the Open C. And so you see your, you know, your common, you know, I, guess, I guess your NFT fair that your somebody generated some punk or some ape to be, you know, whatever pixel art, whatever. And then there's a lot of other art there as well. Uh, the one I'm looking at right now is Infinite Zoom, which is pretty damn cool. Anyway, that is NFTB. The site is NFTB.io, and that is our coin. Of the day. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Moving into today's headlines. Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, better known as AOC, says she doesn't hold any Bitcoin or any other financial assets for that matter, arguing that members of Congress should not hold or trade financial products. She said this in quote, because we have access to sensitive information and upcoming policy, I do not believe that members of Congress should hold trade individual stock and I choose not to hold any so I can remain impartial about policy making. She continued to say, I also extend this to digital assets, cryptocurrencies, essentially because I sit on the Financial Services Committee. So the answer of if I hold Bitcoin is no, because I want to do my job as ethically and impartially as I can, end quote. So what is your opinion on this? I want to hear what you have to say. Should members of Congress be able to hold individual stocks or Bitcoin? Do you think that they're separate individual stocks being in one category in cryptocurrencies or other kind of cryptocurrencies, all coins, NFTs are in a different category? How would you break it down? Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. Let me know what you think. The Biden administration has published the United States Strategy on Countering Corruption, a first of its kind that lays out the government's anti-corruption policy. The document defines the government-wide approach to corruption in five pillars. The one that we're focusing on is Pillar 3, the one that targets cryptocurrencies and people who use cryptocurrencies with a new Department of Justice or DOJ task force. The DOJ will utilize a newly established task force, the National Cryptocurrency Enforcement Team, I'm just going to start calling it the NCET, to focus specifically on complex investigations and prosecutions of criminal misuses of cryptocurrency. The task force will focus on crimes committed by virtual currency exchanges, mixing and tumbling service, and money laundering infrastructure actors. So, basically, they're going to be all up in cryptocurrency. And if you heard my story from yesterday or my interview from yesterday about NFTs being a security and how easy it is to money launder with NFTs, um, do you blame them? Or maybe you do. Again, Matthew Aaron at Crypt.co. Love to hear your opinions. OpenSea hires new CFO. That person, Brian Roberts, the former CFO of ride-sharing app Lyft. And Roberts, he's worked as the head of global corporate development at Microsoft before joining Walmart for three years and leading their mergers and acquisition teams. Well, he said this in quote, When you have a company growing as fast as this one, you'll be foolish not to think about going public, continuing to say that he thought it would be well-received in the public market given its growth. Well, 
he's getting a lot of pushback. Well, OpenSea is getting a lot of pushback by lots of people. For example, Arthur Chiang, founder of Defiance Capital, said, Imagine being the largest and most successful NFT marketplace yet choosing to go IPO instead of issuing a token. NFT collector Punk2070 said, Sucks to hear OpenSea is selling out and doing an IPO. Their VCs didn't get them where they are. We did. And Dow builder Cooper Turley said, Crypto companies going public will never make sense to me. Give ownership to the community that makes you valuable. Tokens will win over equity every time. What are your thoughts? Do you think that they should be going IPO or do you think that they should have a token? Do you think they should do an ICO or maybe a security token offering? Uh, maybe they should just go with Tezos and maybe put their shares on, maybe make shares and put them on a blockchain or maybe make a DAO. What do you think? Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. I'm asking you guys to write a lot today. <laughs> anyway, Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. Engine is growing affinity with 70 plus ecosystem partners. Newly announced adopters of Hololoot and VR Jam will complement the visual elements of the centralized metaverse on Affinity, promising both AR and VR functionality. Additionally, Lost Relics, Age of Rust, Forest Knight, Division Network, Pluto Alliance, and Swissborg are among the 70 plus projects choosing to adopt Affinity. This follows the news that Engine has launched a $100 million Affinity Metaverse fund to support builders in the decentralized metaverse. What does that mean for you? That means if you are building in the decentralized metaverse, hit them up and get some cash. If you guys remember, I talked about Craig Wright last week. If you were not around in 2017, 2018, you wouldn't understand how much a fraudster Craig Wright is. He claims he's Satoshi Nakamoto. It's so easy to prove that you're Satoshi Nakamoto if you're Satoshi Nakamoto. He hasn't done it yet. Yet, he's still going on with lawsuits and claims and blah, blah, blah. Well, anyway, Craig Wright, who claims to be Satoshi Nakamoto, is off the hook for this multi-billion dollar payment to the estate of former partner David Kleiman, which argued that the men created Bitcoin together. Remember, there's about 1 million Bitcoin in Satoshi's wallet worth today at $51,000 is, well, let's just say it's a hell of a lot of money and puts Satoshi Nakamoto as one of the richest people in the world. Well, Wright, like I said, is off the hook. He doesn't have to pay half of the 1 million Bitcoins in Satoshi's wallet to David Kleiman's estate. However, he does have to pay $100 million to the estate because of the company that they founded together. So the question is, where is he going to get $100 million? Well, he probably has it because he is the founder of Bitcoin Satoshi Vision, or BSV. Its market cap today is around $3.1 billion. And Bitcoin Satoshi Vision is a fork of Bitcoin Cash. Um, not going to get into the whole fork things when it came to Bitcoin. Made a lot of people rich. There's a lot of forks that are still there. A lot of that disappeared and still people were rich. <laughs> he probably has plenty of Bitcoin SV laying around. And finally, this is another one I want you to write in about. Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. El Salvador's president has revealed that he trades Bitcoin on behalf of the country through his mobile phone. The country has adopted the strategy of buying the dip or BTFDing to increase its Bitcoin hodlings. El Salvador's president, Nayib Bukele, tweeted the other day, quote, missed the effing bottom by seven minutes when he bought more Bitcoin at an average price of $48,670. And if you were asking, do you think he just sits around and trade on his laptop with uh, El Salvador's funds? He actually replied, no, I use my phone. 
What do you think about this? I don't know if this is a good thing or not. There's a lot of questions about this. First, does he get approval by somebody? Does he get approval by parliament? How is the keys actually being controlled after he purchases this? Where does the funds come from? A lot of things we don't know, but I just imagine a president of a country sitting around at his big office chair buying Bitcoin on Coinbase or something. I don't know if this is a good thing. Actually, I know this is not a good thing. It can't be a good thing unless we see actually transparency of how this whole process works. What do you think? Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. And until tomorrow, happy hodling, everyone.